0: Hey, we're Anna Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share some tips for going into a hard conversation with your spouse. Welcome to the Marriage After God podcast, where we believe that marriage was meant for more than just happily ever after.
1: I'm Jennifer, also known as Unveiled Wife.
0: And I'm Aaron, also known as Husband Revolution.
1: We have been married for over a decade.
0: And so far, we have four young children.
1: We have been doing marriage ministry online for over seven years through blogging and social media.
0: With the desire to inspire couples to keep God at the center of their marriage, encouraging them to walk in faith every day.
1: We believe that Christian marriage should be an extraordinary one, full of
0: life, love, and power. That can only be found by chasing after God. Together. Thank you for joining us on this journey as we chase boldly after God's will for our life together.
1: This is Marriage After God.
0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on another episode of the Marriage After God podcast. Uh, We love you all. We thank you that you join us faithfully every week. And we hope you've been enjoying all the content. And uh, we wanted to invite you to take the marriage prayer challenge with everyone. Uh, it's a new thing that we've launched and you go to marriageprayerchallenge.com to register. And what it is, is you get invited to receive an email every day for the next 31 days, giving you prompts every day to pray for your spouse. And the reason it's a challenge is because we wanted to make a fun thing to see if we could be praying for our spouses every day and hopefully build a habit out of it. Our heart is to encourage marriages all over the world to be praying regularly daily for their spouse. Because we, my wife and I, believe that prayer changes everything. Um, It's our way that we communicate with God. And uh, there's nothing more powerful than bringing your spouse before your Heavenly Father in prayer. And so would you take the Marriage Prayer Challenge today? Go to marriageprayerchallenge.com and register.
1: (laughs) Funny, babe. Okay, so uh, listen, talking to your spouse specifically about hard conversations, it's going to come up. It's probably already come up. Uh, It's going
0: to come up a million times. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's just what we do as a married couple. So... We want to prepare you guys. We want to equip you. We want to remind you uh, about what it looks like to go into a hard conversation prepared and why that's important. Uh, and so today, for today's episode, we wanted to give you some tips and just talk about what that looks like.
0: And then if you're li- listening to this with your spouse, you guys can look at each other and be like, do we have stuff to talk about? <laughs> you might.
1: Don't go start in anything. Um,
0: so what are the kinds of just to give some examples, what are the kinds of hard conversations that they might be getting into?
1: Okay, I'm just going to go deep right now. Confronting sin. It's like one of the top. That's an easy top, one. I know, it's the top. It's number one. That's like one. an easy one. Um, but That's it's a, important.
0: Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm kidding. It's not easy. But confronting sin. And now this could be sin,
1: you confronting your own sin and then having confessing to con- sin. confess it. Yeah. Or it could be, hey, I see this in you and we need to talk about it so Mm -hmm. it could go both ways
0: uh so the next one would be parenting differences i know that this is a hard one we've gone through this um and every child it seems like at the different stages it comes up
1: i was going to say in the beginning you just there's certain things that you probably just don't think about there might be general things that you think about and talk about before even having kids but Mm -hmm. then when you have kids you're kind of uh confronted by the experience of having kids and so you want to be on the same page um And yeah, like you said, with with each stage of growth that the kids experience, you're experiencing as a parent. So Mm -hmm. we'll just say parenting issues. Yeah.
0: Um, In-law relationship conflict. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, You know, one one spouse maybe has an unhealthy relationship with their in-laws. Yeah. Or, with their parents, maybe um one spouse uh, you know, is angry, or there's something going on, yeah, um, and the, and the boundaries that need to be set. we we have an episode about boundaries with in-laws. Mm-hmm. Um, and just setting those boundaries is a difficult thing um because you might be coming to your spouse and they might be very sensitive about it. It might be something that it's like a new concept to them. Yeah, um, and so that that I mean, that's a big one.
1: I'm gonna tack on to that family relationships because it's important yeah. in law as important as it is to talk about in-laws. I think sometimes things come up with sisters or brothers or or or, it could be anyone. So um, family relationship conflict. Um, Another one would be big decisions to be made. So big things, big things are on the table. Yep,
0: Adoption, moving, uh,
1: fill in the blank. (laughs)
0: Yeah. You're probably thinking right now, all of the decisions that you're like, oh, this is, they're all big.
1: (laughs) And sometimes it feels that way and you need to talk about it.
0: Um, And then this one kind of, Connect, connects to sin, the sin confronting one a little bit, but it's also different. Areas of growth or change, maturity. Yeah, maturity. Just things that we need to grow in. Like, um, and a lot. It happens a lot more in early years of marriage, mm-hmm. but it happens over time. Like, the way we communicate. Yeah. Uh, my attitude towards certain things. The, the the way we look at certain things mm-hmm. and um and think about certain things and the way we talk about certain things. Those can be hard things. I'm gonna do a
1: little subcategory here, just to give some some context. You know, sometimes. <laughs> not to make light of it, but when you get married, you're you're learning each other, and there's going to be things that we do that bother each other, or annoy each other, or <laughs> just really crawl up our skin. So uh, I think it's important to talk about those things, not to point the finger and say, "Can I
0: can I say one of them? you're terrible?" Hold on. Hold, like. on, hold on, hold <laughs>
1: on. Um, maybe you'll forget if I stop you. Uh, not to say you're you're a terrible person, but to to consider. What it means to actually go into a conversation like that, um, but in the hopes of maybe experiencing some some growth or change.
0: Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to point out one. Okay. <laughs> You're just being mean. This will be a, that'll be another episode. All of the things that bother us about our spouse. Oh, man. Can you write that down? That's a great idea. I'm not
1: doing that. Okay. So we have had our share of hard conversations over the years.
0: I think we've um, had all of them. There's no more, right? <laughs> Doubt it. That was a legit laugh. <laughs> 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 no, we, we're going to have a lot more. That's the point. Uh, and they're, they're going to come up, but we want to be better at it. Yeah. Um, and so let's talk about the wrong way first for everyone that's <laughs> listening. Because there's, there's, there's many ways to approach these sure. hard conversations. I would say more often than not, we have done it the wrong way. But it's all
1: learning experience, right? Like it's-
0: that, Yeah, exactly. We're in school. For yeah, marriage school. Um, but you got to be married to go through it. Uh, so the wrong way, I would, and we're going to list off a few things. Uh, we'll so kind if you of explain take, them as we go. So if you want to take notes, don't do it if you're driving. <laughs> um, you can go back to this later. But, or
1: vacuuming or cleaning or yeah, any of the things yeah, you're you busy could, with. No, if,
0: well, if you're at home, you should stop what you're doing and take notes. Here,
1: mental notes. Ready? Yeah. Go. Okay, Number so
0: one. <laughs> uh, going into a, a hard conversation emotionally charged mm. is not a good way to start even
1: look like i've never never? so like
0: (laughs) yeah you're so emotionally (laughs) even killed and it's like every single time we go into the conversation Mm. it's like neutral uh emotionally charged
1: even when i try really hard not to be emotionally charged somewhere along the lines i get it Uh, okay let's
0: yeah let's explain uh this one's a hard one it takes self-control it takes walking in the spirit Um, but emotionally charged if you're going into a conversation emotionally charged as in you're already really angry mm-hmm. and you haven't even cooled down yet and you just start off at level 10. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: like something happens and you yeah. snap and you just respond. It's like
0: reactionary. Yeah. It's not thoughtful. It's not... Self-controlled. Yeah, it's not self-controlled. So Another
1: thing that I... Oh, good. Go there no, you go. I was just going to say another thing that, you know, I think of when you say emotionally charged is um, for those that stuff down issues... The stuffers. The stuffers and they don't... They're not willing to address... What's bothering them? So then, you know, down the line, something else frustrates them or maybe that thing that frustrates them happens again and then they just respond. And so they're emotionally charged already because they haven't dealt with it.
0: Yeah, what they do is they they save up all the emotions.
1: And then it's like ammunition. This
0: is a little, a little side note. Yeah, this is a good tip. For those that stuff the emotions instead of actually dealing with them um, in prayer, in wisdom, in counsel, in Talking Talking about it. Uh, You're not actually. Dealing with it. Dealing. You're not fixing anything. What you're doing is you're um, thinking about it this way. You're storing it up Mm -hmm. to spew it out later. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is, and this we've seen this, we do Mm -hmm. this, we have done this. um, It's stored. And then the moment you have the opportunity to pour it out, you do. Yeah. So that one thing, and you want to talk about this one thing, and what comes out of you is a list of everything. Mm -hmm. All of the things that you've been, you're like, and this, and you made me mad when you did this, and yeah. and then you hurt my feelings when you did this. Okay, you... I'm going to be
1: real honest here and just admit that there have been times where I say I'm brushing it off, like I'm not going to let that thing bother me, but instead of letting me brush it off, I stuff it. And so we need to be careful that we're not justifying.
0: Well, I don't know if there's really anything any such thing as brushing it off. Either you come to the conclusion of I'm not going to be mad about that. Yeah, I'm not offended. I'm not going to be offended. And Lord, if I am, I want you to help me not be offended. And meaning I'm not going to bring this up again. Mm -hmm. Brushing it off is just another way of saying I've stuffed it. Mm -hmm. I'm saving it for later. Um, But you don't do that as much as you used to. That used to be a, a tactic that happened in our marriage a lot. I think it's a lot better nowadays. She's you laughing. You say
1: tactic like I was trained in that way. I you were trained in that I way. Know. I was didn't mean these to are do things it.
0: that we learn as we as we grow. We we all learn how to deal with emotions in different ways. I've matured. And a you little. know what? We all get to change also yeah. and grow. Yeah. I, I mean, I how, you know me. I have. Mm-hmm. I, I'm usually pretty even, but when it comes to feeling wronged, feeling manipulated, mm-hmm. um, being angry, mm-hmm. I usually or not usually, but I, I could just let it all out, and I have no self control. And so, you're not the only one in this in the story all right, here all right. another one uh another so that was number one is emotionally charged we're still talking about the wrong ways of this is the wrong way to go into a hard conversation yeah number two is with generalities mm. um you always you never mm-hmm. you know? I hate those well but we do them all the time uh, no
1: when you mm. say we don't do See, it all time. all the time okay yeah you just did it but listen <laughs> <laughs> we have grown in this a lot
0: so and- a better word is we have often in the past we
1: have often. used
0: generalities.
1: Okay, but seriously, this was one that really got to both of us.
0: Yeah, well, and it still comes out, but we catch it. We're like, but no, why? don't generalize. But why? <laughs> because it's it's not right.
1: There's no recognition of growth or what's actually taking place.
0: And it, and it's false. Just uh, even so, even if there is some truth to it, it still falls. And what it does is it discounts everything, like yeah, you just said. Right. Um, and it also. Uh, paints the, the other person in just only black or only white, yeah. rather than grace and mercy yeah. and forgiveness.
1: Yeah, it's a short way of of sharing the list. You know, the list of all the things that.
0: Yeah, it's are, it's like a quick uh, and dirty. Like, nope. See, d- yeah. there you go again. You always do that.
1: Mm-hmm. We gotta stop. Yeah. When I say we, I'm saying collectively
0: we as in you and everyone else because I don't yeah I get it okay You never. I never I never use generalities
1: okay uh number three three,
0: a bad way a wrong way to go into a hard conversation
1: is viewing your spouse as the enemy rather than so
0: yeah going in on opposite sides yeah which is hard because oftentimes the disagreement is that's the definition we're on different sides
1: what do you do if you feel like you know that your spouse isn't the enemy, but you feel like they're being the enemy. Like you feel like they are on a different side. Well, that's
0: in the, when we talk about the biblical way to do it, Mm -hmm. we have to get to that point first. The wrong way is going in viewing as the enemy. And this is something that we've talked about me reminding you, like I'm not the enemy or you, you, or vice versa you saying we're we're on the same team. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a, a tactic to diffuse that feeling. But if we're going in just in our mind, no. We're different. There's no reconciliation. She's wrong. She needs to change. Everything she's done... I'm the, I'm the right one in this conversation. Like, I'm yeah. already just in the wrong position. Right? Which goes to number four, which is having a personal agenda or wrong motives. Mm. I'm going in specifically for an outcome that I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to either feel better, mm-hmm. as in I got you good, and now you hurt how I hurt. That's something that we dealt with mm-hmm. in the beginning of our marriage. When you felt I hurt you, you would react and respond in a way to make sure that I not only knew that you were hurt, but you wanted me to hurt also.
1: Mm -hmm. So I thought it would teach you a lesson. Right. And so the motive is I'm going to,
0: if I don't do this, he won't change the way I want him to change. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've done that as well in different ways, but that, that, that motive or that agenda of, no, they are going to change the way I want them to change. They are going to think the way I want them to think. They're going to see what I want them to see.
1: Mm-hmm. And just as a side note, like we'll probably talk about this in the more biblical way to approach a hard conversation. But when you are going in with a, a personal agenda like that, are you submitting your will and your desire to the Lord and desiring mm-hmm. what he wants to come of this?
0: No, God's going to step back and I'll let you know how this is going to go, God. <laughs> that That's how <laughs> that's a dangerous place to be. Our, That our hearts can be.
1: Okay, number five. Not specific or focused.
0: So going into a conversation and it starts off with I want to talk to you about how you communicated today. To
1: and me. then 30 seconds into it, there's all these other things that you've thrown out and mixed up to, and-
0: to win the conversation or to, to paint this again this picture of how much you're the enemy and how you always do this. Okay, and but, how you never um, do that. And-
1: the, the spouse who's listening or the, the spouse that has been um, invited into this conversation at this point, also needs to be aware that if some if your spouse brings something to the table their response matters right so if then they go on a rant about all these other things they can contribute to this mixing up of a mm-hmm. bunch of issues when you it's hard to deal with something especially a hard a hard issue mm-hmm. if it's clouded
0: yeah so so just kind of being clear on, on and we're trying to communicate about this thing mm-hmm. now that it might include other things mm-hmm. But not using it as an opportunity right. to just throw all the, you know, the baby, the the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. let's just talk about all of it because um, that's not going to work with anything. Um, here's a, another one. If you're going into the conversation to be right.
1: Just to be right. Like, you don't even care what the issue is. You just want to be right because you want to be on top. You want to be mm-hmm. the one that's wise. and
0: Yeah. I don't care how I get there. I just want to end out right. Mm-hmm. And that's my, that's been my problem. Uh, regardless of feelings regardless of solutions regardless of um my character our, our you know our reconciliation regardless of all those things mm-hmm. no i'm not giving up because i'm right
1: now that makes the conversation feel really hard because it, it literally feels like you're sharing something with a brick wall and which, which is, is what also, it is I'm right. it's,
0: it's it's pride <laughs> it's pride which is pride. number 7 going in um and being hard not not um, with a listening ear, not hum- he, with not humility. Yeah, no, you're it's just pride. So a lot of these are tied together. Of yeah, course, yeah. they're very sinful, fleshly <laughs> yeah. things. Um, we should have just started with that. Yeah,
1: don't go in selfishly. Uh,
0: number eight. Um, oh, timing. I, yeah. So <laughs> should like the best time to like confess sin is like to you is like right before we're about to go on a date, right? No.
1: Well, or go if it a- needs to be talked about, and that's what the date is for, I would say okay.
0: Or like, but. What I just I'm just thinking about this this the times that like I've the, done this or you've just, done this. There's just
1: times where it's not uh conducive to have a hard conversation. Maybe your kids are right there and you just brought something up that they shouldn't be hearing or right. they're not age appropriate for. So being mindful of like, okay, this has happened before where we're like headed into an event, like let's say a wedding, and right before we get out of the car there's this conversation that's brought up and it's like, I can't walk in there right now. I, I can't feel <laughs> yeah. this way. So being paying attention to timing, another one when we were talking about timing is I was thinking, you know, before an intimate experience. So if you know that, mm-hmm. I'm just going to use my own experience because I'm sure I've done this before where I know you want to be intimate with me and you're desiring that. Yeah. And then I sabotage it by bringing up this emotionally charged, hard conversation instead right. of enjoying your...
0: <laughs> and I would say... I, I, on most things, um like t- <laughs> yeah, and I've done this before right before wanting to be intimate with you bringing up a parenting thing.
1: yeah, hey, what about this thing and it really just about- ruined the
0: whole night because yeah. we are like it was I something back that we were, on
1: my pill and I was like, we're I, like broken
0: over what? and we're like frustrated with and like just turn in <laughs> and I don't even know why I did it, but it, I mean it was a good thing to talk about. it just probably wasn't the right time to talk about it. Yeah. I would say though, um not avoiding confessing sin mm. because man like, being intimate with you and one with you and, and having those experiences with you is about being pure and intimate and mm-hmm. in our unity. And if I'm not in unity, I think that the appropriate thing is to confess it rather than avoid it just so I can get that. Right. So I would say...
1: Yeah, discern discern yeah. what it is that is the hard conversation because if it's something that could be left for a- another time and you can still be one and, and yeah. share in that purity and share in that uh, intimate intimacy, then wait, wait, and be okay with waiting and don't let it bother you so much that it just, you know, gets in the way or sabotages your evening or morning or whenever that is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so going back to, you mentioned this before, but another thing is just being aware of our responses. Um, both parties are responsible. Yeah. We, we can respond with wrong motives, wrong attitudes, pride, and that's going to just fuel Mm -hmm. a hard conversation or make a, a hard conversation harder.
1: Now here's the catch. Okay. As humans, we tend to reciprocate how someone approaches us or or reacts mm-hmm. toward us. And so the natural fleshly response when someone comes at us, say emotionally charged, is to respond emotionally charged. But as a Christian, we're called to be self-controlled. We're called to uh, be mindful of our words and all of it. And so, yes, our responses matter. And what that means is we're responsible. So even if, even if, our spouse enters a hard conversation the wrong way. We're still called
0: to, to be, be responsible. Do it our way. To do the it right the right way. way. Yeah. So let's talk about. Um, and it, some of these will sound like we're repeating, but because it's the opposite of what we just talked about, yeah. let's talk about some tactics for going into a successful hard conversation.
1: <laughs> Things we've learned over time.
0: Yeah, um, we talked about timing a little bit. Timing is is kind. Mm. Is being aware. You know. So so timing it right is is being considerate so like let's say you know you're having a really hard day emotionally with the kids right Mm -hmm. it would be unkind and inconsiderate of me to come to you in that moment and Mm -hmm. say hey this is I've been wanting to talk to you about Mm -hmm. how you discipline the kids and you're like already have had a hard day emotional broken that is not a considerate time to bring that up that's not me discerning you that's not me walking with you in an understanding way as the word tells me to do so considering like, hey, like, is my wife in a place that we can effectively have this conversation and she can hear it and absorb it and that we could communicate about it together in a right way. That's good. Being
1: the person that knows what is going to be on the table and what you want to talk mm-hmm. about, being considerate of the other person's right. heart and where they're at. I would say another one is being mindful of the time it takes to share words because you're yeah. going to share a bunch of words. They're going to respond. And that just takes time. So if you're in a car ride headed to someone's wedding or a family reunion or family or anywhere, dinner, yeah. wherever you're going, don't ask the question or bring up the topic 30 seconds getting out of the car because that's not going to sit well with your spouse. Yeah, And then
0: you're just sitting there staring like, oh my goodness, what's going on? And, and then, then yeah.
1: they're charged
0: emotionally. So so, <laughs> so be discerning enough to, to be patient if yeah. you have to and to, to find the right time. Maybe even say, find a time to let your spouse know, hey, I have a hard conversation that we need to talk about. Can we make some time mm-hmm. tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And just so you know, I'm not mad or anything. It's about this. And I think we, yeah. sh- I think it's something we should talk about. But don't worry about it now. We'll talk about it then. And just kind of pre- prepping your okay. spouse's heart.
1: Um, I would say along this uh, line of timing, um, not to s- tell yourself that you're going to wait for the right time just to avoid it.
0: Which uh, we do. Just, just to
1: neglect. It. And the reason why I think that's important is because you're just stuffing you're you're still bothered mm. by the issue you're just avoiding talking about it yeah and so don't let so much time go that it eats at you
0: yeah and I think of the scripture that uh, tells us when you have an offense against a brother to to go immediately to them in private mm-hmm. again which is a timing thing like are you in a place that is conducive to that yeah is it is a it, safe
1: zone for you to talk about yeah
0: or, you know is their phones on but mm. but going immediately um if w- w- as soon as you can yeah in an appropriate way and, and not want, just pushing stuff. on and say, you know, like you said, stuffing right. and just saying, I'm not going to deal with it now.
1: And you want to resolve it because you desire reconciliation,
0: which gets to what we're going to be talking about later okay. is our purpose. What's, okay. a, what's number two.
1: Another way is uh, pray about it. Pray, pray about the words that you want to say, pray about how your spouse receives it or how they respond. You know, I think about Esther in the Bible and how she fasted and prayed for the thing that she felt was so necessary and to be able mm-hmm. to address her husband in the matter. Yeah. And I, I, I just think that it's so important that we're praying about these things and we're submitting, I mentioned it earlier, submitting our will and what we desire the outcome to be to God and saying, God, am I even right in this?
0: Yeah, it's a good question <laughs> uh, to ask God actually. And I was, I was just thinking, like if if the listening, if the listeners took one thing away, if if we just practiced praying about something before we that spoke about it, challenge. Yeah, go do that prayer challenge we just talked about. Um, but if we prayed about it before we spoke about it, I'm, I wonder how many conversations wouldn't have to happen. Because or how many
1: conflicts would be dissolved
0: before right. you know,
1: just being able to talk about it. Well,
0: because if you think about it, we, we, don't cha- we can't change anyone's hearts. I can't change your heart, babe, on, on, a, on an issue. I can present something to you, and you know what? The Holy Spirit's gonna be after the one, have to be the one changing your heart. Mm-hmm. So prayer is essential in the fact that I'm literally asking God, hey, would you change my my heart and my wife's heart? Would mm-hmm. you reveal to her? Would you soften her? Because I want her to receive. I want her to hear. I want us to be on the same page. It also preps our hearts to be in the right place mm-hmm. for our spouse.
1: There's actually, I'm thinking of a, a situation where you had been praying for me of something that didn't sit right with y- you. And a couple days later, I came to you and confessed, hey, I've been feeling this certain way and I've been doing this thing. And, and I've I literally been
0: praying for that thing for like three I, days And straight. I just wanted
1: to say, I'm sorry. And looking back on the situation, had you confronted me on it, oh, I don't know if I would have-
0: You probably wouldn't have seen it maybe. Seen it right away. Or been know. defensive possibly. I don't know. But anyways- I mean, We don't know. We didn't have to do it. <laughs>
1: that's just one example of how God can move and he wants to and he will. Um, but when we submit ourselves to him in prayer, mm-hmm. oh, it's powerful for marriage. Powerful. So yeah, be praying so, for each other.
0: Number three, uh, and we kind of touched on it on, from number one on the timing, um, but it's make plans for undistracted time to talk. This like, takes intentionality. Yeah. Knowing that, hey, this is going to take time to, to discuss, to fully flesh out, to to, to listen. Mm-hmm. And so we need that time. We need, and we don't want the kids around or we, maybe we don't want friends da- around or we-
1: Maybe you take a date night to do it. Yeah. Or maybe you wait until everyone goes to bed.
0: We have the phones off. We don't yeah. have something looming over our, our heads, a, a project mm-hmm. or, or work or whatever. Um we 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 make sure that we've set aside that time mm-hmm. specifically to to have that conversation.
1: So another thing I want to another way that I want to mention um and I don't know if we've done this necessarily but I have a good friend who has done something similar and I think it's helpful for people who kind of get lost in their words and mm-hmm. and you know um lose their train of thought but it's taking notes. So if you have something on your heart that you want to talk to your spouse about, make some bullet points, make a little list, not that you're going in um, to
0: like, here's my list of hands yeah. or my, yeah, I
1: just want to clarify this. This is not to, this is
0: notes to help facilitate your thoughts to your spouse exactly. about what you're trying to get across.
1: Exactly. So that, if you start fumbling in your words, you can go back to your, your notes and just say, this is what I wanted to say. Um, and so I think that, I think it's important to, to,
0: mm-hmm. so it, it, this one might not be for everyone, but I think taking notes could be a um, again, it's not to be right or win; it's to help you communicate well yeah. to your spouse. Um, number five, again, it's the opposite of the other one of the wrong ways: is be specific and avoid generalities. So the wrong way is using generalities, but avoid them. Like they're, they're never fruitful. Mm-hmm. Saying always and never and using these these um, like global or- terms. <laughs> they, well, they don't mean anything also because they're not. They can't possibly be true. Um, Because
1: then that person needs to go down and evaluate whether or not they've done that.
0: So there's, there's, I don't think there's ever, ever, (laughs) I think this is the only generality (laughs) I could use. There's ever a reason to use generalities. Uh, They're just hurtful. Mm -hmm. And it just literally paints them like, you're never going to change. You can't change. This is how I see you. You are this person. And that's not a fruitful way to talk to anyone. And then being specific goes to what we talked about of don't use the opportunity to just throw everything at your spouse. That's kind of vaguely connected to Mm -hmm. the topic you're bringing up. But just talk about the thing and get it resolved. Mm
1: -hmm. So um, another way we want to share with you guys. This
0: is the biggest one.
1: This is to combat that prideful, hard um, heart that wants to be right. And it's know your end result. Your end result is always reconciliation. And unity. It's unity. It's oneness. It's love. It's It's caring about the other person more than yourself.
0: It's caring about our unity and our marriage and the ministry God's given us more than being right, mm-hmm. more than feeling justified, more than making sure you know exactly how I feel right now, because mm-hmm. um, now some of those could be valid. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we communicate well and we have the right end result, then we can communicate well and say, you know, you did make me feel this way. And I, and I, I, I really would hope you would change in this area because it, it makes us stronger when you are that when you mm-hmm. don't do that. And it makes and it and it helps me feel um, close to you and mm-hmm. those kinds of things, but the goal should always be reconciliation,
1: yeah. if your motive is reconciliation, one, you're going to go into the conversation with a soft spirit because you your goal is peace, right? You, your your goal is not unity. To be right. yeah, and so you're not going to be on the defense. You're going to be or on the offense. You're just going in going, Hey, our marriage matters. God matters. Let's figure this out. And then, if your goal is reconciliation and you're coming in in that way the other person's going to have a chance to respond and are you going to be available to listen mm-hmm. are you going to be your walking in your spouse? humility to say that or to be in a place where if your spouse has a response that actually corresponds to um how they're being because of you so like let's say you're doing something that's bothering me i'm going to talk to you about it and you point it back at me i'm able to look at it and go oh I didn't see that. Okay, let's talk about this, right? Because the goal yeah. is reconciliation. It's not, I'm bringing this to you and then I'm cut off from the rest of the conversation. Yeah. It's reconciliation.
0: And that should be our goal because to be honest, um, we need to remember, none of us are righteous in our own, right? Mm-hmm. None of us deserve the goodness that God has given us. That So anyway, if we have that perspective, there's nothing my wife could ever do that's more sinful or wrong toward me than my sin had did toward Christ. Mm-hmm. So the salvation I have, the forgiveness I have is unearned, unmerited, and it's a gift from God. Mm-hmm. And because of that, that should lead me to a place of saying, well, man, I, I should be able to forgive my spouse for anything. Yeah, Like literally there's nothing she could do against me that is worse and more deserving of hell than what I've done to God. Mm-hmm on any level. So that, and that, again, that goes back to why the Bible wants us in walking in unity and forgiveness, because none of us deserve the forgiveness we do have. Mm-hmm. So therefore out of that love, out of that recognition, I could say, you know what, Lord, I'm going to lay down all my weapons because my wife is just like me and we all deserve one thing and you've given us another. Good. And so I'm going to give her what you've given me. Uh, so reconciliation.
1: <sighs> okay. So here's a question. Um, if, if, a husband or a wife has something on their hearts that they feel that they need to talk about to, the, to their spouse, something that they need reconciliation on, would you say that they should first talk it through with a friend or get counsel or what does that look like? Because I know people are going to have that question and I don't want to... I worry. know.
0: And it really depends on what the context is. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't want to give a generality. <laughs> like, yes, you should always get counsel. Some things like you just go to your spouse and you, you do it. Um, but other things, maybe you have a spouse that's not in the same place spiritually as you and, you, and maybe you can't address certain things. Uh, again, I'd say the first place is you begin praying for mm-hmm. that person, your spouse, over and over and over again every day, all the time, and watching the Lord work in their life. Um, but I, I think there are definitely situations that someone should get counsel um, on how to deal with something. And so I don't, again, I, I think the people listening should discern that. But the, if your heart is to go just paint your husband or your wife in a picture towards others so that people are on your side versus them, if you're just trying to gain um, people on your team against your spouse, mm-hmm. you're wrong. Yeah. But if you're going genuinely be like, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. I, I need help. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should. Maybe you should go get godly counsel, people that you trust, who have marriages that you look up to, who love God, who love the word of God, and and get some godly counsel for the purpose of reconciliation mm-hmm. for the purpose of growth maturity closer closeness to christ um so i would say each person needs to discern that and mm-hmm. and at, search their own hearts and say am i doing this because i just want to make my spouse look bad mm-hmm. and win the argument or have people on my side
1: and maybe that's not your goal but can consider your words and what you're sharing with people because that could be happening without it,
0: you intending it to yeah. but in your heart yeah that's a yeah. good point
1: So uh, we just wanted to encourage you guys with this conversation today because hard conversations come up in marriage. They happen and uh, maybe they've happened in the past and you regret some of the things that you've said or did, um, or maybe they're going to come up in the future and now you feel more equipped going into it. Um, That was our heart with today's episode. And and I just want to share that having grown through the way that we communicate, Erin, I... I feel like, you know, utilizing these biblical steps of, of, uh, praying beforehand, of going in with the heart of reconciliation, it actually has helped us communicate clearer and quicker in Mm -hmm. that when hard conversations come up, we are able to find a solution or, or be reconciled, Mm -hmm. um, in, in situations where maybe in the beginning of our marriage took a lot longer.
0: Yeah. And also, um, Let go of things quicker, Yeah, like actually release, like, oh, that, you know, I don't even need to be angry about that. There's no reason to. Yeah. Um, So
1: as we practice maturity and walk in maturity, it really does benefit the marriage and it allows God to move through us in a way that is humble and beautiful and uh, for the purpose of oneness. And so uh, we just, we're, we're, we were excited to share this with you guys. And uh, as always, we would like to pray with you before we head out. So please join us. Dear Lord, thank you for the intimacy of marriage. Marriage can be messy and challenging at times, but it is such an incredible place for deep love to exist. Please help us to be transparent in marriage. Help us to walk in light as well as grace. Lord, please help us to confront the issues that need to be confronted and to say the hard things, but in love. We pray we would be courageous and humble, willing to make time for each other to share and to listen. We pray we would have hearts that truly desire reconciliation. May you go before us and with us as we share these moments in marriage and may these moments be growth opportunities that make us stronger and that help us to love deeper. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. I uh, hope you were encouraged by this episode. And if you were, would you share about it on Instagram and and tag at Marriage After God so we can see it? We love seeing people post about the episode. It also lets other people know about the episodes. And one last thing, if you haven't yet, would you leave a star rating today? And uh, that helps people on... podcast apps, find the podcast as well. And so we love you. We're praying for your marriage and uh, we'll see you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? If you did, it would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Also, if you're interested, you can find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage.